welcome back to another episode of Macro Magic with Michelle. I am your host, Michelle Williams, also known as The Freedom Fairy on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Patreon, everywhere on the internet you can find me. And today, I'm recording this podcast on a solar eclipse. It is the Sagittarius Solar Eclipse New Moon, and I am currently driving. (laughs) Maybe not the safest thing to do. I have both hands on the wheel, but I wanted to talk to you guys today in the spirit of Sag, in the spirit of Sagittarius, about how a place can feel like a person, how a place can be healing, how a place can be a friend, how a place holds so many memories, so much energy, and when you come back to visit a place, all the memories, the feeling like you're going into a time zone, time warp, time traveling, and just feeling such a, just such a sense of the energy of you're coming home again, or you're coming back to this place where you used to be. Not just a physical place, but energetic, emotional sensorial, all the things. So interesting, right? Well, today I went back to the place where I used to live before I live where I live now. (laughs) That makes sense. So I used to live in this city called Claremont, California. It's right on the edge of L.A. County and San Bernardino County. It's very inland. It's pretty, it's a very calm place. It's a really peaceful place. It's a place in my life that when I was younger, my ballet school used to be here. We used to do performances at this uh, theater that belongs to the Claremont Colleges. Really nice theater. Um, and in my early 20s, it was the place where, or my late teens, early 20s, it was the place where I went for my eating disorder therapy group, and I had therapists that I used to see here, I used to see psychiatrists out here, and throughout these times where I would visit Claremont, those years, coming here for ballet school, coming here for performances, coming here for therapy, for treatment, I always thought to myself, man, I wish I could live here. And not too long later, I did live here through a perfect storm of tragedy and luck. I ended up living in Claremont between the years 
2014 and 2019. And this was a very special time in my life, super special time in my life that I didn't realize until I'm coming to visit. Um, you know, like three years later. And as soon as I started driving through these streets, I just felt the wave of memories, just like I said, like coming back into this time, into a time warp. And just so interesting, the difference of energy. You know, when I, when I was living here, you know, I, I drive through these streets daily. I did my whole life routine here every day, not thinking too much about it. But also because I, you know, I was still blocked in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but it, it just came came to me like Claremont was like a, a person. Claremont was like my best friend. Claremont was my healer, my mother. It's so interesting. All these places. I used to frequent all the people that I knew, all the routines and activities I used to take part in, all the events. Claremont is uh, kind of like a small town. Um, and it was really nice that it was a small town. Even though it's, like I said, still considered Los Angeles County, it's so far away. Doesn't, it feels like a, a whole different realm. And like I said, because I had my experience with my ballet school there, my performances, um, I had spent many years seeing different specialists for my eating disorder. It really had a place of like a kind of escape, a kind of escape into my different world of ballet. Because I mean, no one was, no one else was in that world with me. Um, I did dance at school, but you know, dance at school wasn't the same <laughs> at all. I mean, I had my friends, my friend group at school, and the instruction of of dance, the energy around dance at school was much different than the energy of dance at my true professional school. It really felt like a whole different world. And it was a much quieter world. It was a much more, it was quieter, but it was more intense. Because the ballet school that I went to, um, I talked about in a few other podcasts, a few other videos. The, the people that went to this ballet school, they were serious about ballet. They wanted to be dancers. They, you know, um, and the way that the school was set up, it was even, it was more strict. You know, it was considered a pre-professional school. If you went to this school, you, you took ballet seriously. And that's what I wanted. So it was um, a lot more intense, you know, a lot more cutthroat. <laughs> um, even though, you know, I don't think anyone saw me as a threat. <laughs> Uh, but, um, 
I definitely looked around me at all my classmates, all the other girls that, that um, went to the school. I just admired them so much, inspired to be like them. And, um, yeah, it was just a whole, whole different dynamic, you know. The trends, the trends that I saw with the other girls, whoops, uh-oh. Sorry, friends, this is why you don't drive or record a podcast. I'm going to put you down here. Um, all right. I'm good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I am so good. back on track. Yeah, so, like I said, the vibe, the trends, it was all different, completely different. You know, and my mentality, I mean, my mentality, I mean, I think I had the same mentality um, wherever I went, but Like I said, it's just a lot quieter, you know, because at this ballet school, I really didn't have any friends. <laughs> um, and I was much more, like I said, just uh, looking at the other, my other classmates, the other girls that went to this school, and looking at what they did, admiring them, how can I be like these young women here? <laughs> you know, um, very different world. And then when I came here for my treatment for my eating disorder, once again it was a whole different world. Much quieter, much more supportive, much more comforting. And I it really has to do with the people that I worked with. You know, my nutritionist, my therapist. And I'll actually link in podcast episode I did with my nutritionist that I worked with in Claremont at my um, recovery center. But she really helped me. I mean, this, that whole group therapy team, they really helped me. You know, I I don't, I don't see how I could have made it this far in life, where I am, even be alive, honestly, without them. It was a, it was a completely different world, once again, than, than my regular routine at home with my family, super different routine, super different world, super different vibes. And when I moved here, like I said, it was a perfect storm of of tragedy, chaos, <laughs> sheer luck that I ended up living in Claremont not too long ago. And from there, I was a young adult, 
you know, my, I don't know if you guys have heard my story of how I ended up over there. Uh, it was a, it was a YouTube video I shared with you guys. Um, actually, you can see a few of those videos. Uh, I was homeless for a little bit. For a hot second, I was without a home. And I didn't plan for that. It just happened. And I really, I really have the universe to thank for supporting me. I really have my network of friends for helping me out during that time. Um, and so that's the, the energy that I lived there with, you know? It was sheer luck, sheer chaos. And I really had to start figuring out my life. I really had to start supporting myself. And that's where I think Claremont was a magical place for me. Claremont was a different world, a magical place, a healing place. I had to figure out how to live my life. I had to figure out how to take care of myself. And those years, I mean, I started living there, you know, without a plan, without much money. But I I was really proud of myself that I that I was on my own and I was really proud of myself that I had this job that I loved at the time teaching ballet, and this extraction from my home, where, yes, there was a lot of chaos growing up, a lot of abuse, but there was also a lot of support, you know, both things were happening, and so when I lived on my own, it was nice to be free from that chaos and that family dynamic, but it was also really hard to be on my own, to support myself and financially, but also literally being alone. I, it, you know, when I was 24 years old, I wasn't in college, I didn't have a friend group, I regularly saw a social group. Everything was my work life and coming home to being alone. And I did have my friends, my friends, my best friend, my dog, Minnie, who, she wasn't my dog, she was my roommate's dog, but we really connected, so it seemed like she was my dog. And she was my, she was my spiritual teacher. She was my best friend, she was my closest and once again, I don't think I would have made it through that time if it wasn't for her, for her love and her presence and her energy. And I miss her so much. So I, ha I, I really have to grow up, you know. I, I opened my first savings account. I opened it, but I had no concept of how to save because I was also an active, flash-recovering shopaholic. 
and I wasn't making that much money as a ballet teacher, and I really didn't want to have to ask my family for financial support. So it was really hard, and even though I wanted to stay, because I knew that was important, I couldn't actually save anything. And it's really hard. I got myself into debt. So much debt. <laughs> um, don't get a credit card. <laughs> Do not. Um, and and I had to figure out how to take care of myself. How to how to feed myself. How to listen to my body when it hurts had to nurse myself into health when I was injured. And for the first time during these years, I never knew I never knew what it was like to be sick and have it affect your daily life. I mean I had my mental illness when I was younger and I was still dealing with that. So yes, that was a sickness and yes it interfered with my daily life. What I mean is, like, like something a little bit more physical, like, uh, I just, when I was younger, I just, if I got sick, it never, I never felt like it interfered with my normal life. If I got sick, I could still go to school, I could still dance, I could still, you know, I didn't feel bad, really. I mean, I had boogers, I had a cough, whatever. But it didn't feel like it interfered with my daily life. When I lived in Claremont, that was the first time I had strep throat. And I'll leave a, a video, a uh, YouTube video I filmed. At that time that I got strep throat was like, I never called off from work. Um, and part of that was my mentality of like, if you call off from work, they're going to fire you. Because it's just like... It's a whole thing. I I worked so hard to get a job, and so I was so thankful for it. You know, I I never wanted to just even take a day off because I didn't want it to reflect badly on me, like I was unreliable. Or, but yeah, when I got struck broke, that was the first time I really felt bad in my body. I felt so bad, and. Um, it really took a lot out of me, and that's, you know, I had to go to the store and get my prescriptions. I had to take myself to the doctor. I had to buy food, and I, I felt so weak, so sick, and I was at the at that Target, and I saw one of my students' mothers there, and she was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, so so horrible, and I was like, I'm sick, and she's like, you have nobody to help you, and I said no, and that's when I realized I have nobody to help me, <laughs> I have nobody to help me, and, um, but it was, it was really cool, because You know, later on, I, I had a huge 
back injury. And that's even more physically debilitating, especially when I still had my same workload. And, and I had to drive myself to all of my appointments. But thankfully, a lot of my specialists for my back were within walking distance, so I just walked there. And that was once again and another thing about Claremont. Um, I had my chiropractor just a block or two away. And that's when it really started to hit me, like, Claremont is such a healing place for me. Without this place, I, I wouldn't have my ballet world. Without this place, I wouldn't have my recovery center. Without this place, I wouldn't have my, my, my back getting better. And it was just so amazing that it all lined up. And I, and I made a lot of new friends. I started to become more immersed in the community. Um, during a little bit before my Saturn's return, you know, I was already thinking about what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to... Actually, I talked about this in another podcast episode. When I first met my Baha'i friend, Luke Swat, and I went to his concert, and I kind of had this moment of clarity of I got to change my direction. I got to go in a different path. And there was someone I met, I didn't mention, at that concert. She helped She helped me a lot in my journey. Um, she was an energy healer as well. But the type of energy healing she did was access bars. If you guys don't know about access bars, it's a different kind of energy healing. And I was such in a desperate place. I was really open to anything that would help me, and I was drawn to her intuitively, and I used to see her maybe for a year, a couple times a month, I would go and get an access treatment, and my first treatment with her was one, was probably the most powerful one. It's not, it's not usually like that, I that you go, the bigger the benefit, but maybe it's because of the access bar way of energy healing, the first treatment was most noticeably stronger for me, but I really felt that something in my mind, in my head area, my thought process, my third eye, my crown chakra, general area, I really felt like something opened up, like I felt it physically, something opened, something became lighter in my mind. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but I just felt this opening in the sense of noticeable lightness in my mind. And that is what opened me up to my community. Before that, Anytime I went out in public, first of all, I had, what is that 
included that anxiety, agoraphobia, I had that, which is basically uh, an anxiety over things that are to come. People usually assume it's just you don't want to leave your house, but what it really is is you're just anxious over, you're anticipating stuff that is going to cause you anxiety. So pretty much any time I left my house and I had to be in public, I was super anxious. And once again, I can leave a video in the description of of a time where I didn't even want to go to the grocery store. But I needed food, but I had this anxiety about leaving my house and going shopping. So the whole thing. Um, so after that first access bars treatment, I I had to go to the grocery store, and I just noticed myself saying hi to strangers. Hi, how are you? Strangers, friends, in the grocery store. That never happened ever in my whole life that never happened. <laughs> and I noticed that, and I thought to myself, whoa, what is happening? What is this? <laughs> Something's going on here. And with this new this new openness to speak and to connect and to socialize with strangers in my community, I eventually, I started going to this holistic healing center which I would later work at, but they offered massage, energy healing, natural beauty treatment, sauna, infrared, um, salt, salt room. Um, it was also a yoga studio. It was also like a healthier kind of cafe. It was also a metaphysical shop. It was a very cool place, and it was all, like, colorful, very artistic, 70s, hippie theme, which is, I mean, that's my past life. That's where I come from. That's my vibe. Um, And so I started going there for different treatments to, to cope with a lot of the anxiety and depression I was feeling about, you know, over my injury, over wanting to leave my job, not knowing what I was going to do next. And from here, I met my my crystal teacher, my teacher that taught me energy healing. And I just met so many, so many cool friends, so many new connections. And, and from there, I was able to be a part of the community. Then I, I was talking to everyone. Everywhere I went, I was talking to them. And, it, and like, I kind of didn't mention, but Claremont, even though it's kind of a small town, it's a college town, it's a little bit more in nature, and it's a lot, it's a, it's a lot more open-minded, basically, it's, it's a old hippie kind of town, <laughs> so I fit in perfectly, <laughs> I fit in perfectly, um, and so, you know, I, you know, my last year, my last time living in Claremont, I was, I had so many friends, I had so many connections, so many like-minded people, I had so much work, I had so much, this was a place where I came as a 24-year-old homeless 
penniless and clueless. And I worked through all of these issues. Um, another thing that transformed within me when I was living in Claremont was that I had, for many years, I had developed a, a chaotic way of living. Uh, I lived in a mess, a literal mess, um, probably ever since I was in uh, maybe my senior year of high school. My surrounding was a literal mess. I just threw things. Things would get crumpled, ripped, spilled on. I would destroy my own things because I was not careful with my stuff. I would just throw things, grab things. Everything, my my living space was just piles of trash, piles of everything. I didn't keep my surroundings organized or tidy at all. And, and during this time when I lived in Claremont, I still, I was still living in that manner. And there was a point when I first started working at this holistic center, feeling groovy, uh, something snapped within me and I just started cleaning my room. And once again, I'll, sh I'll, sh show you a playlist, my journey with that, but it was pretty intense, um, it just snapped and I just cleaned my room and from then on, I live a tidy life, I don't know, friends, I don't know, the perfect, perfect storm, and probably the biggest, biggest, biggest thing that changed within me when I lived in Claremont was you know, I was in this cycle of going to work and coming home. Like I said, my work was my everything. I didn't have a social life. You know, I had some on and off toxic relationships with with guys because I had no self-esteem. And there was a point where I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I have much bigger dreams. My time could be better spent on these bigger dreams. So I'm just going to cut these guys off, you know? Just focus on my dreams. And there came a point where I, I was sick of just working and coming home, working and coming home without any social connection, without any love, you know, without any fun, really. <laughs> So I went to the swing dance, and that's where I met my boyfriend. And my boyfriend, Tom, he trans he really transformed my life. And the way he transformed it, I mean, just probably the most material way is that he introduced me to macrobiotics. And this transforms my body and my mind and my spirit, but being in a relationship with Tom, I mean, I'm still with him, but he's taught me so much just being the way that he is, just teaching me, like, all, you know, what he grew up with, his values, and it's not like, you know, friends, I'm not... I'm very open-minded, I'm very flexible, but 
I'm also not the kind of person just to listen to something once and then, okay, I believe that. I'm not the kind of person that you tell me what to do, okay, I'll do it. It's not like that. <laughs> I'm open-minded, I'm flexible, but I, but I, you know, it's not like I take everything at face value and I implement it into my life. That's not how I am. So when I say that Tom has taught me a lot about about love and relationships and being a kind person, being a peaceful person, doing what's right, just being more virtuous. Um, Tom is my biggest teacher. He's the biggest influence. And I just see my home of Claremont such a transformational time in so many ways. And like I just described to you guys, it was it was an isolating place in a way. It was a incubator. It was a it was a place of a lot of, a lot of transformation, but it was so gentle and so calm, so supportive, so nurturing. And I just I really thank the universe for this for this place and for all of the events in my life to line up and for all the magic that happened in Claremont and I'm just so thankful and I never during all those lonely days lonely nights tears you know thoughts of ending my life um thoughts of this will never get better so so much isolation but not realizing that this place was actually just a nest. It was a nest of healing. It was a nest of me growing. It was just like I was a seed transported into a fresh new flower pot with fresh black nutrient-dense soil. And I got so much sunshine, literally and figuratively. I got so much fresh air, literally and figuratively. I got so much manure, literally and figuratively. I had so many creatures helping me, so many earthworms, so many um, butterflies and bees and birds, literally and figuratively. And I just love Claremont so much. And those, you know, four years, that four or five years that I lived there, what a magical time. It, it saw me, like I said, it saw me when I first arrived. Well, I, I visited when I was a teenager, giving me, giving me a, a window into what this world's possibility of living in Claremont could be. It, it gave me an even deeper sense of what it was when I went there for my eating disorder treatment. And when I was thrust into Claremont's arms, I had no idea that I would come out self-employed, a healer, healed myself with a savings account. Still didn't have much money in there. <laughs> but I had a freaking savings account. And it was a, I was 
trying to nurture it. I wasn't quite there yet. Um, but I had a, a, I had at least a savings account, and I and I knew that I had a successful career. I could have a successful career as a ballet teacher. I could make that happen. I came out with choices. I came out with options. I came out with higher self-esteem. I came out with bigger dreams for myself. I came out with more friends, more support, more love, a connection to the universe, a faith in my intuition. What a beautiful place. Thank you. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my healer. What a lovely time. And I just wanted to share these these thoughts with you. You know, if you're if you're going through a hard time, if you feel isolated, if you feel like how is your life gonna get better? Where are you living now? What is this place that you're living in? And maybe start to recognize some special features about the place where you live. And maybe start to think of the place where you live as your friend. What a special energy, what a special connection this place has. Start to honor the place where you live. Be grateful for your place where you live. What a a beautiful incubator. You know, connect with the natural elements of where you live. If there's a park, if there's a trail, if there's a body of water, if there's a tree, <laughs> if there's insects and creatures, other animals, pets, connect with the people of your community. Connect with centers, landmarks in your community. Connect with the history. Where you live is is a special friend, friend, is a special teacher. What a beautiful, unique place. What a lovely store (laughs) that was created for you to end up there. And just think about all the changes you've been through while you've been there. Wherever you are, you have a friend. It may not be a physical human. You have a friend, and it's the place where you live. I just wanted to share this with you on the Sagittarius new moon solar eclipse. And I just want to send love to my to my incubator, to Claremont, to my flower pot. And now I'm a a stronger flower and I can drop my seed wherever I go and create a new garden and support other little seeds who may blow past my garden. And I can support them in whatever way I can. And I wouldn't be able to do that without Claremont. All everyone who lives there, all the energy, all the creatures. Thank you so much, Claremont. And I encourage you to say thank you to where you live and to make friends with the place that you live. 
sending you all lots of love, lots of manure, lots of fresh air, sunlight, rainfall, creatures. I hope you guys can connect with your place of residence. Peace. This podcast is made possible in part by the patrons over on patreon.com slash the underscore freedom underscore fairy, where you can also sign up and become a supporter. Video versions of Macro Magic with Michelle podcast are available for you to view on YouTube on my YouTube channel, The Freedom Fairy. To get a personalized reading from me, visit my Etsy shop, Not Your Average Card. You can click the link in the description of this episode. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at the underscore freedom underscore fairy. You can also join my Facebook group, Sacred Space for Sensitive Women. If you like what I have to share, please rate five stars and subscribe to this podcast. Think differently and live peacefully.